Hey y'all, welcome to A Dream Powered by Steam, the podcast that empowers you to achieve your goals in and through science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. So what are we waiting for? Let's go. Thank you all for tuning in to the sixth episode of this great series. Today we'll be talking about the M in STEAM, math. Now, like some of the other episodes, I had a guest call in and we did a little interview and uh, steaming hot questions that way. So that'll be included in that section. So that being said, we're going to jump right into math and film facts. Now... I'm going to just read off a couple of really cool facts about math that, you know, most people wouldn't know. I think they're really cool. So, first one. The word hundred comes from the old Norse term. Norse is like, you know, like the Vikings, that kind of vibe. The old Norse term hundrath, which actually means 120 and not 100. In a room of 23 people, there is a 50% chance that two people have the same birthday. I was on a dance team with, well, yeah, it was 23 people. And one of my friends, she had the same birthday as me, April 4th. And so that, that checks out. I know from personal experience. Most mathematical symbols were not invented until the 16th century. Um, Before that, equations were written in words. So, 16th century is the 1500s. So, before that, everything was written out. I think that's, that's crazy. 40 is the only number that is spelled with letters arranged in alphabetical order. So, out of all the numbers... Only 40 is spelled alphabetically. That's wild. On the other hand, 1 is the only number that is spelled with letters arranged in descending order. So, basically reverse alphabetical. From 0 to 1,000, the only number that has the letter A in it is 1,000. So, out of all, 0 to 1,000. The only A, 1,000. This one's cool. Four is the only number in the entire English language that is spelled with the same number of letters as the number itself. So F-O-U-R. Four letters. Every single odd number has an E in it. One, three, five, seven, nine. Over 2,000 years ago, Eratosthenes estimated the Earth's circumference. Circumference is basically the perimeter of a circle using math without ever leaving Egypt, and he was accurate than 2%. So he was just 2% off, and he didn't even leave where he was. He just he just guessed. Well, he didn't guess, but he estimated it using math. Markings on animal bones indicate that humans have been doing math since around 30,000 B.C. So before there was even paper. We were finding ways to do math or innovating and writing on animal bones. It's wild. 11 plus 2 is an anagram of 12 plus 1. And it's really cool because the answer 
to both equations is 13. 11 plus 2, 13. 12 plus 1, 13. 0 is not represented in Roman numerals. So you know how you see those things where it's I, I, V, V, I, I, X, I, I. 0, you can't represent it in any way. The word mathematics only appears in one Shakespeare play, The Taming of the Shrew. We know Celsius and Fahrenheit are two different systems of temperature, but negative 40 degrees Celsius is the same as negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. And last one. The symbol for division, you know, the line with the two dots on top and bottom, is called an obulus. So that's pretty cool, I think. Obulus. So, if, you know, if anyone asks you, they just happen to say, hey, do you know what this is called? Like maybe you're going to a trivia night or something. Yeah, it's called an obulus. Boom, mic drop. All right, so that was, that was just a few um, math facts. I think they're pretty cool. But now, you know what time it is. Time for the interview and the steaming hot questions. Here we go. Okay. Could you start by introducing yourself and what you do? My name is Shawanda Blackman. I teach sixth grade math and seventh and eighth grade team leadership in the Colleen Independent School District. I've been working with the district for a little over 15 years, and I've been an educator for over 25 years. Okay. What college did you attend? I attended Grammar State University for my undergraduate and Our Lady of the Lakes for my master's in curriculum education. Okay. And how did you get into that field? Um, I went to school initially to be a programmer. Um, where I learned the basics for programming and my undergraduate was in math. And then when I married my husband and we had to travel, I became a math teacher. Mm. So that's what led me into education. But I've always liked teaching, so uh, I kind of figured at some point I would switch over to, to education, and I did. Okay. And like you said, you had to change over because y'all were moving around. Have you had any other obstacles in this field? Uh, as an educator, I um, I sometimes struggle with um, the core class of teaching mathematics because um, I just don't believe there is no accountability in the districts that I've served in. In the many districts I've worked in, most of my obstacles have been and even here today, there is no true accountability for the students when it comes to math. Even now, they might fail math. They can go to summer school. Mm -hmm. And what they didn't accomplish in 187 days, they get to do in 18 days. Mm -hmm. So what's the point? Yeah. I think that's, I don't know how that works, like how that's supposed to work out, you know. But... Like you said, there is a lack of accountability, and um, I think that leads to problems later on in life, but that's a 
That's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the students who are male failures, their whole attitude is, I don't have to get it now. I can just wait for summer school and I'll pass yeah. summer school and keep going. So there is no accountability. Yeah. Okay. Now for the trivia section. Like I said, no pressure. Okay. What is the net prime number after seven? What is the who? The prime number after seven. Eleven. Yes, correct. The perimeter of a circle is also known as? The perimeter of a circle is also known um, The perimeter of a circle is also known as circumference. Correct. What is 65 minus 43? <laughs> 65 minus 43 is 22. Correct. True or false, a convex shape curves outwards. Convex, out, concave, and two. You are killing it. Wow. Okay. True. Correct. Okay. What comes after a million, billion, and trillion? Like, what is the next word? Million, billion, trillion, zillion. No. It is a quadrillion. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And the last I'm question. Give, oh. I'm going to have to get these questions from you. I'm going to use them in my math class. <laughs> and the last question. What is the bigger number? A Google or a billion? Uh-huh. A Google. Or a billion. A yeah, a, a Google. Google. Like G-O-O-L-G-L-E, like the word Google. It's G-O-O-G-O-L. Oh, that's before my time. <laughs> I don't know such words. I'm going to have to go with what I know. What was it? Something billion. Oh, yeah, a Google or a billion. So you're going with a billion? Yeah. It's actually a Google. And how much is it worth? Ooh, let's see. Google is, I can't even, it's 1 times 10 to the 100th power. So, I don't know how much it is, but it's bigger than a billion. <laughs> yeah. And you said, what was the order again? A million? Yeah, a, a million, billion, a billion. A billion, a trillion. And, and a quad quadrillion, yep. Quadrillion. Mm hmm A million, a billion, a trillion, and a quadrillion. Yep. Okay. Learn something every day. Yes, you do. So you got four out of six right. That's that's good. Oh. <laughs> hey. That means that um, I need to go back to school because math has gotten 
they've added more to math since I was a teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I haven't taught math, but that ain't a good passing score. <laughs> I should have went with Google. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you so much for doing this for me. All right, then. Thank you. Yes. Bye. Okay, now let's talk about some great math initiatives, toys, and places. So, toys, gotta start it off fun. We have a couple of really cool things. We have a toys two tea fruity wooden abacus and an abacus is you know those things you see on tv on like some guy's desk and it has the beads on the metal rods and like you shift them and they move you know what I'm talking. it's an abacus <laughs> but yes this tutti fruity wooden abacus is really cute it has the beads but they are fruits and it's colorful and there's some pros. Quality construction. It is a fun learning tool and it has a great value. It features a sturdy natural wooden housing that will help little ones learn basic mathematic concepts like patterns, counting, and numbers as they identify with textured fruity beads. Next one is the Think Fun Math Dice Junior Game. It is a simple game that encourages your kids to understand addition and subtraction through gameplay. So it uses fun gaming to help kids understand the fundamentals of addition and subtraction. It includes six dice, a scoring track, easy to read instructions, and a game go bag whenever you want to take it on a trip or something. It is really good for kids age 6 to 15. Really fun. It will help them develop early math concepts that will be used later and all throughout life. It's an excellent way to learn mental math. It's simple and fun and it encourages solo and group playing. Now for a board game, there's the Learning Resources Sum Swap game. It is a steam toy that is both engaging and fun for kids of all ages. It includes two to four players, making it a perfect choice for improving social interaction skills and essential math skills like number sense, measurement, spatial sense, problem solving patterns, and estimation. So not only does it help kids with math, it helps them with communication skills and socializing with other people. It is engaging and fun learning and helps kids to have an interest in math. And now the final one, personal favorite, it's the Moon Jar three-part money box. It's all about saving money, which is good to start kids off young, teach them the basics of saving money and how to invest in their future. Like counting, doing addition or subtraction, giving reward to the young learner doesn't have to be expensive. The Moon Jar 3-part money box will teach your child about money concepts like saving, deposits, and withdrawals. It has three sections, the spend, save, and share sections. 
and each section is for the title. When you save, you put it in the save portion. Don't you don't touch it because you're saving it up. You spend that portion, you take things out and share. It is for multiple people to put in there so that it can contribute to future things that everyone wants. It teaches about spending, giving, and saving, high quality construction, and it allows for good record keeping skills. It's all really fun. Next we have math initiatives. Now this one is a university initiative for college students, but I think it's really cool. It is the University of Wisconsin System Math Initiative. A big collaboration of the U of W faculty, staff, and administrators to, um, that are working on improving student success by helping incoming students successfully complete their gateway mathematics course by the end of their first two semesters of study, so the end of their freshman year in college. This initiative builds on many years of foundational work in math education. The initiative works directly with other institutions to review models, better meet the students' needs, and enable them to achieve educational goals. In January 2018, the Great Lakes Higher Education Corporation and affiliates, now Ascendium Education Group, awarded the UW system with a $2.3 million grant to help advance the goals of the math initiative through December 2020. In 2018, UW institutions engaged faculty from arts and humanities, social and behavioral st sciences, math, and other STEAM programs as participants on their institutional change teams. So this initiative is really all about including everyone, you know, from not just the math sector of the of university, but from everywhere, which really contributes to the STEAM concept of it, and they just want to help students who are new to college math do well and I think that is a really cool thing because math is hard and it gets harder as you grow up so it's really nice that there are things in place to make it a little bit easier. Now we have some places. These are a few vacation destinations for the mathematician. Heading over to the UK in London, England. Visit the Westminster Abbey where you can see the final resting place of Sir Isaac Newton, one of the greatest mathematicians and scientists of all time. If you're able to go a little bit out of the city, go to Bletchley Park. This museum is located at the site of Government Code and Cipher School, where Allied forces in the war work to decipher military codes of German, Japanese, and other Axis nations. So World War II. The codebreakers working here, including Alan Turing, created technology that made modern computers possible. Heading down to Africa in Alexandria, Egypt, this city is most famous for the ancient Great Library, which sadly did not survive to modern times. But at its founding, Alexandria became the seat of the Egyptian throne and grew to be the second only to Rome in terms of great cities of the Hellenistic world. Many very important mathematicians considered Alexandria their home, including Euclid and Diophantus. 
Hypatia, the first ever female mathematician, was the head of the Neoplatonic school in Alexandria, where she taught mathematics, astronomy, and philosophy. You go back up and you go to Spain, in Barcelona, Spain. Any tourist, mathematician or otherwise, traveling through Barcelona should make a point to visit the Sagrada Familia. This project was started in the late 1800s by architect Antoni Gatti, and it is still being constructed. The estimated completion date is 2029, so it started in the late 1800s and it won't get done until 2029. However, it's still really cool. Walking around inside the incomplete cathedral is a study in 3D surfaces, which is a big component of math. His architecture includes parabolas, hyperboloids, and other conic curves one can build out of stone. There are mathematical Easter eggs built in all over the cathedral. There's even a magic square carved into one of the facades. So yes, those are all out of the country, but I think they're really cool and worth your while. So we have reached the end of the final episode, final installment of Steam. Make sure you tune in next time for the final showdown. It's gonna be great. Bye.